Thank you for listening to Proverb Per Diem. There is a backlog of different proverbs for every day of the month, and you're welcome to go to job210.org ppd to find what you're looking for. You can also follow us along on Job210 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or Pinterest. And on those platforms, we repost previous material for that particular day of the month. Hopefully, one day we'll have taken a look at every verse in the book of Proverbs. But there is no rush here, because I've been enjoying searching through the book of Proverbs, highlighting, focusing, and looking on, and looking to apply a verse or a passage with the intent to walk through them with my sons, and in doing so, try to pour out a little bit of wisdom on them. And you are more than welcome to join us on this journey, and I pray that this might help you with your children as well. Let's get started. Proverbs thirteen eleven. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. First of all, let's talk about wealth. You have probably heard or seen statistics about the amount of time Jesus spent teaching or giving a talk about money to his disciples and the people following him. Now, I won't ruin that surprise for you, so if you want those statistics, feel free to go and Google it. But we love to avoid talking about wealth and money or economics in general. It's as though we don't ha- if we don't have any wealth, we have no business talking about it because we don't know and we shouldn't be talking about things that we don't know. Or we have no wealth, we come across as bitter about not having as much as someone else. On the flip side of that, if we have wealth, it seems as though we're trying to brag about it. And so what do we do? Most of the time, we remain silent. What do I suggest? Go find a person who is taking what they have, whether it's a lot or a little, and they are using it for God's kingdom. And listen to them. Ask them to teach you about wealth. Ask them to give you godly insight because they are doing it right. Now this verse tells us that wealth that is gained hastily will dwindle. And think about this. Why do people with large amounts of inherited money or an inherited business tend to ruin it or tend to spend all the money or tend to lose it all? I think it's largely due to it being gained quickly. And where a lot of people would say, well, they're lazy and it was given to them on a you know, silver spoon, so to speak, and that ruined them because they were spoiled. Well, I believe it's because they lack the experiences that it took to build those up. Because most of the time, if you think about the people who have built gigantic businesses or were super successful or super wealthy, they did it exactly as this proverb says most of the time, not always, little by little. And they gained invaluable experiences by doing that, but their children did not. Their children lacked those experiences, not because they were spoiled or lazy, but because the experience it had already happened. It happened to their parents. So if we gain little by little, we are going to do better than trying to gain hastily. This proverb says little by little. Instead of going all out and trying to finish it in one day, which, by the way, I'm horrible about doing that with everything. I always want to go and finish it now. Let's run a sprint. Let's get it over with. But instead, if I would just take a little time and take it on little by little, if I did a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, and kept that going, it allows for more than just getting the task accomplished. Instead, it builds up the good habits that are associated with accomplishing that good thing that I'm striving for. 
which leads me, if I build those habits, then I am automatically going to start doing more good things, accomplishing more good tasks, because I now, instead of finishing it in a day, I have finished it um, as a habit. I've finished it today. I do a little bit more the next day. And before long, it just becomes a part of who I am that it happens anyway. And it allows me to not only accomplish that, but also to add something else to accomplish into my habits. Little by little allows it to increase. Think about compound interest. And hopefully you'll get to a point in your studies where you learn about this. But I remember I had an uncle who came to me one day and we loved to, in our family, we would pass around riddles and see what would happen. And my uncle came to me one day and he said, would you rather have a million dollars right now or a penny a day doubled every day for 30 days? And I thought about this and I knew it was a riddle. And so I knew that the million dollars had to be too good to be true. So I just went with a penny a day uh, just because I figured it was something that he was trying to trick me with. And sure enough, I was right. Because if you take a penny a day and you double that penny every day for 30 days, it comes out to $10,737,418.24, where I could have just had a million dollars on the front end. And most people would have said, well, either one of those options is good. You can't pick a bad one. Very true. But if I get a million dollars in one day, then I'm probably going to spend about a million dollars the next day. Whereas if I have to wait, if I have what we call delayed gratification, to where I have to see it build up and I see how fast it can build up, well, I might leave this alone and let it go 31 days to allow it to get even bigger, which can allow me to do more. Story time. Let us go back to my days as a young middle school boy. At the time, I had straight A's in school, although algebra would not allow me to say that for long once I took it in ninth grade. But up to that class, I pretty much had this school stuff figured out. Memorize everything, then regurgitate it back onto the paper that the teacher called the test. Make the high grade, rinse and repeat throughout the class, throughout the grade, and just keep on going by having a good time. Then Algebra 2 happened. And I didn't understand it then, but I think I do now. I was trying to memorize, then forget it, or think that the next test was a completely new thing that stood alone apart from the previous test. And I would try to memorize the new stuff, and the old wouldn't matter as long as I knew the new material. Boy, was I wrong. The new week of algebra stacked on top of the last week's material. This I was not used to, much less ready for. All through elementary school, I had memorized everything. I was trained to memorize multiplication and addition tables, history dates for the current chapter, and then memorize new dates for the next chapter. Memorize this part of English grammar this week, and then we'll move on to another part of English grammar the next week. Memorize it. I don't even know what we did in science class because I forgot what I memorized there long, long ago. Now here I was in an algebra class right before Christmas and I had exhausted my ability to memorize and maintain what I had memorized from August. I was not only looking at no longer having an A, I was staring at an F. I had to change how I was going to try to acquire this new knowledge. I was trying 
the easy, lazy, quick method of memorization without understanding it little by little. Right before Christmas, I started over on my own at the beginning of the book and slowly caught back up to where the teacher was at and what was she was giving us that current week. It was hard, and it took a lot longer than I wanted it to, but I was able to salvage an F and pull it up to a high C. Not ideal. My parents thrilled. Not at all. A life lesson was learned there. The same lesson this Proverbs is trying to teach us. Little by little is much more lasting than all at once. So what's the takeaway? If you cut corners and build quick, it will collapse on you. Takeaway two, little by little is your best bet. And a little compounded with a little more ends up being much more in the long run. Dear God, protect the person listening to this. If I have said anything stupid or foolish, allow the listener and me to forget it immediately and to never think about it again, and it never sink into our minds and hearts. But please take everything that I have said that is from you and don't allow us to forget, overlook, or ignore it until we adjust our lives to match your will. Change us and to make us into more wise followers of you. Please, God, allow your spirit to bring our children to you and grant them wisdom from your word. Guide us and equip us with your knowledge and your wisdom to lead our families well. Bless our efforts as we search through this book and pour yourself out on us. We and our circumstances are in your hands, and whether they are good or bad right now, we trust you. Amen, and I hope you have a great day.